Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is RU Series Sports. Man, it feels like a long time. Man, it feels like a long time since we get went back. I hope y'all like my wood grain. Uh, I personally uh, carved out all this wood, hand, hand did it by hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you believe that. All right, but off we go. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. Look, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Look, it's been a full, full weekend. <laughs> no, I did not go to Tigerland. No, I did not go to Tigerland. But if you did, if you went to Tigerland, you might have the Rona. 30 LSU players are now in lockdown and quarantine. We're going to talk on that. Look, some people have been reporting that 30 LSU players have COVID-19. That is not true. We're going to tell you what's all going on in there. And the SEC actually takes LSU's protocol and runs with it for all of SEC teams. We're going to break that down. Is football in jeopardy? Is football in jeopardy? We're going to talk about that. Hashtag Rafino's rants. Boy, they, they, they taking your boy off today, boy. They ticking your boy off today. They saying the Big Ten's better than the SEC. <laughs> they said the Big Ten was better than the SEC. Oh, oh. We're going to talk about that. Also, Jamal Adams wants out. And, hey, guys, is one thing that COVID-19 going to do, is it going to make college football better? You're going to want to stay in tune for that. We're going to break that down. But before we get started, as always, guys, hit the like and hit the share. If you're going to be listening to us on our podcast, go ahead and subscribe. Everyone go anywhere you listen to podcasts. Are you serious? Sports, BRDL Media. Subscribe for us. Give us some good ratings. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. Everyone on Facebook Live and the Twitter machine and Twitch. We greatly appreciate you guys joining the show. But as always, our main sponsor for tonight's show is GM Varnado and Sons. Look, guys, I've been telling you for over 62 years, GM Varnado and Sons has been faithfully serving your Denver Springs and Baton Rouge area. They take pride in their work and have highly, extremely highly trained technicians. Big rig overhauls, AC work, drivetrain repair, motorhome chassis, oil changes, tire sales, tire rotations, tire repairs. No job is too big and too small. Look, VW to KW, they can make it happen. Call them today or go stop by and tell them Blake Rafino sent you over at RU Serious Sports. That's 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Tell them Blake Rafino over at RU Serious Sports sent you by. 
All right, guys, listen. I got I to gotta make one thing very clear. 30 LSU players did not test positive for COVID-19. If some of you already know how I know this, but 30 players for LSU football did not test positive for COVID-19. So to give you an idea of what goes on at LSU, if players do test positive, the players that have been around them, the student athletes that have been around them, will also be quarantined. What I can tell you for 100% fact is only a handful, three to four people did test positive. One of them that I know for 100% fact because he told me that he tested positive and <laughs> hopefully he didn't get the whole defensive back room, the COVID-19. But listen. I want to make this very, very clear. Most schools and most teams suspended workouts. Vo- First off, how do you suspend voluntary workouts? <laughs> I don't, I, you know, how are you going to suspend a voluntary workout? I don't get that part. I do not get that part. But if you did not hear, a couple of handful of LSU players did go to Tigerland over the weekend. Now, let me start off by saying this. Let me say this right now. Everyone that's watching, if you want to chuckle, here you go. There are worse viruses at Tigerland than COVID-19. There are more viruses that you can contract at Tigerland than COVID-19. And you know what those diseases are. I don't have to. Some of those sorority girls, some of those sorority boys, they got worse viruses than COVID-19. I could definitely tell you that. But listen, guys, LSU from the start, Shelly Molinex, Ed Orgeron, Scott Woodward, everyone put a lot of things in place to be able to do one thing and that's happened right now. Look guys, it would have been naive. It would have been completely naive for us to think that LSU players are really football players in general, whether it's going to be the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL. We've already had people in the NBA, in the NFL test positive for COVID-19. So what makes this difference now that COVID-19 has struck college football and that we know that players are testing positive versus the NBA and versus the NFL and versus other programs and other and other areas. It doesn't make that big of a difference. But here's what LSU did do. And the SEC took exactly what they did. Is that the LSU ran with the state of Louisiana and LSU's model for if players do test positive for COVID-19. Guys, they were on it from the very, very beginning. Very, very mild symptoms. Now, that could be from one guy that I talked to at LSU football said that the guy ran a little high fever, and that was the small symptom. But LSU, from start to finish, Ed Orgeron being the planner that he was, Shelly Malinox being the planner that she is, guys, LSU might perfect these kids getting COVID-19. Look, it's better that they have it now than having it later on because you can build antibodies. Now, I don't really know because I haven't studied so much into it, but this herd immunity, so to speak, this herd immunity that if the whole team gets it, they get over it, then they can't get it again, like the the chicken pox. I don't know that. But the SEC has scripted exactly from front to back LSU and the state of Louisiana's program on quarantining. Guys, take pride in your state and take pride in your team. There's been a lot of people planning for this. There's been a lot of people that put a lot of hard time into this and work into this. Trust me. I've been there. Good for them. But I'm really also very thankful that LSU didn't cancel and suspend voluntary workouts because a few guys went out. A few guys went out to Tigerland and contracted COVID-19. Now, there are more people that we know that are not a part of athletics that tested positive for COVID-19. 
Okay. I think the Department of Health is still working on that. They believe it could be two, three, four, five, six people that had it, did not know, did not have symptoms, contract everyone that went in Tigerland contracted COVID-19. But I will say this, that listen, if you as an LSU fan have ever been in Tigerland, a day in your life, a day in your life, if you've been, if you've been to Tigerland, there's one thing for sure is that the COVID-19 has absolutely no bearing and no weight when it comes to other viruses and diseases that trickle around Tigerland. You know of the individuals that I'm talking about that lurk around Tigerland with the short skirts. I'm, I'm not just saying that it's just men, women that do that. I'm talking about men too. <laughs> it's Tigerland, baby. It's Tigerland. But listen, what I do know is this, is that it's naive and it's, it would be naive enough or of, of us to think that 18 to 21 year old kids who have been locked down for three months, when they see their friends, they're not going to say, Hey man, let's just go have a couple of drinks. Let's get our groove on. Let's get the groove on. It would be idiotic for you to, for any of us to believe that they wouldn't go out and have a good time. Guys, do you remember when you were 18 to 21 years old? You remember those times. Some of you is a lot longer ago than it was for the, <laughs> for me or for the dupster. Did I mention that the Doobie Lane was back on the ones and twos? Always, always making sure that we look good over here at Are You Serious Sports. We greatly appreciate it, guys, that everyone that's joining us on Facebook and the Twitter, go ahead and hit that like and hit the share. Go ahead and hit the retweet. Go ahead and follow us on all of our platforms right there. You can catch SEC Gumbo. Doobie Lane made a hell of a video for the start of SEC Gumbo. Check us out there as well. We're going to be breaking down the SEC, all the SEC. But look, guys, listen. To end this, to end this, it's not that big of a deal. Scott Woodward all but told you today, all but told you, and Shelly Mollinex all but told you that 30 players at LSU do not have coronavirus. Don't let the media fool you on what they're trying to push. Oh, there's 30 guys over at LSU. A third of the team's got the corona. They got the corona. No, no, no. They do not. They absolutely do not have the corona. But I'm proud of my team. I'm proud that we could sit here and say that the entire SEC is going off the platform of LSU and of the state of Louisiana. All right, guys. Rafino's Rancher here. Please don't leave. Don't leave because you're going to want to listen to this. You're going to want to listen to Rafino's Ranch today because we have, it's about, as Kevin Hart said, it's about to go down. They done ticked your boy off today, Doobie. They ticked your boy off today. But before we get to that, as always, guys, listen. The Boston Restaurant, you want the best sushi in the North Shore? They got it. You want the best seafood in the North Shore? They got it. You want the best steaks in the North Shore? They got it. Since we are still in phase two, call and make some reservations. Father's Day was passed. Happy Father's Day to all you guys. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. I should have started off the show with that. But you want to go get you a nice takeout? You want to go get you some good sushi, some some good seafood, good hamburger? They were on uh, uh, Guy's Grocery Games the other day, the Wong's. Call them right now. Make some reservations. 985-748-5555. Go get you some good food. All right, listen. I got to get to Rafino's rants. I got to get to it. Coleman Bentley of Yahoo Sports. Now, let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. Yes, I got to give her. I got to give her a shout out on the air. I got to give her a shout out on the air. My mother. That's right. My mom sent me this link today 
of something that was Rudy Poo. Absolutely Rudy Poo from Coleman Bentley from Yahoo Sports. Now, before you, you're going to win away from this. You're going to want to listen to this. Coleman Bentley of Yahoo Sports wrote an article stating that the Big Ten has completely surpassed the SEC. In this article, he would go on to talk about teams, well, LSU can be one-year wonders. We all know who the king of college football is in the SEC, and that's the Alabama Crimson Tide. No, your kings of college football reside in the state of Louisiana and Baton Rouge that we just talked about with your LSU Tigers. Because the last time that I checked, the absolute last time that I checked, the Big Ten hadn't won anything. Not since Ohio State did in the first year of the playoff. The last time that we saw Ohio State that got beat by Clemson, who was in the most rooty-poo conference. Now, he would go on to say something that's absolutely ridiculous. That LSU, yeah, they might. They could. They probably, well, it was close. But I think that other teams would have beat that 2019 LSU team. Oh, I think, I think that there would have been other teams that would have beat LSU in 2019. What? Coleman Bentley King rocks. Because here's the point of this. Here's where the Rafino's rants comes in. Because the best college football team of all time, that's not really debatable at this point. The best offense of all time in college football, what is not debatable at this point. And you're going to say that there's been teams in the Big Ten better than that over the last 10 years? <laughs> what a Rudy, how Rudy Poo is that? Everyone on Facebook Live, Stephen Miller. My mom, there she is. Sam Bacon, Mechel, Gagliano. What's going on, everyone? We greatly appreciate Craig Granger. What's going on, man? We appreciate y'all joining the show right now. But this guy, Coleman Bentley, yes, does he have a cool name because his, his last name is like a cool car that you might want to drive around when you're making millions? Sure. But the Big Ten is not better than the SEC over the last 10 years, and it's not even close. Here's how I know. The SEC puts more players into the draft every year. They have more players on NFL rosters every year. And other than Ohio State, and I guess you can say California because of USC, but every national title has come from the South. Every single title has come from the South. Whether it be South Carolina, Louisiana, Alabama, We're still sorry, Mississippi. Florida. It's pretty much where they all come from. You have Georgia that was in a a national championship. Yeah, you got Oklahoma that's still there. They're still considered the South. Now, they haven't been there. They haven't been to the big game, but they've been in the playoff. Texas beat Utah. Now, I know that they're not in the Big Ten, but a team that was to be considered very prominent. Wisconsin has gotten beat by SEC teams. Michigan got absolutely housed. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely, Doobie said Florida, yes. Absolutely butt-kicked by University of Florida. After the season before that they went, what was it, four and and eight? The Fourth team in the SEC. The fourth team in the SEC beat the number two team in the Big Ten. 
So you're going to sit here and tell me that they have some prominence? Oh, because Minnesota Minnesota beat Auburn when you had players sitting out in a bowl game? Hey, get out of here to, with that. To touch on that, I love how a lot of the Big Ten fans will come, like say in a comment section, oh, if it wasn't for uh, Alabama and the SEC, it would be nothing. Hmm. All right, well, let's take a look at the Big Ten point. in Ohio State. Last well, time you brought up a good point, Doobie, because that was the next thing, is look at the national titles. Look at the national titles since 2000. Like, let's, let, let's list them off. In 2000, you have Oklahoma. Yes, you have Miami. You've had Miami and Florida. You've had Florida State. You've had LSU in that game. 2003, 2007, 2011, 2019. So four times in the last 20 years, one school out of the state of Louisiana has been there. Only one team. Now, you could say Michigan, but that was, you know, pushing into the early 2000s, but it's still not 20 seasons ago. How in the Rudy Poo does Coleman Bentley get the Jolly Ranchers to say, hey, the Big Ten's better than the SEC? How? Please, God, tell me how. Exactly. Because you can't, you can't say it's in the NFL draft. You can't say it's NFL players. His one argument is quarterbacks. I'm sorry that the best quarterback of all time and the second one that's in the NFL right now did go to the Big Ten, but both that was post-20 years ago. That was actually in the late 90s that Drew Brees was at Purdue. When was, the, when was Tom Brady at Michigan again? Did they win a national title? Well, then I can counteract what you just said with a guy by the name of Peyton Manning, with a guy by the name of Eli Manning, by the best college quarterback that we've ever seen in one season in Joe Burrow. Your argument is flawed. The argument is completely flawed when you're going to continue to sit here and say the Big Ten, it is a Rudy Pooh article. It was one of the worst articles I've ever read. So, Because nowhere in there, nowhere in there did he come up with facts or statements that would say that the Big Ten would take over the SEC. Not one statement. Not one. Go ahead, Doobie. What I was going to say is, yeah, on this, on this debate or this topic, Ohio State, in 20 years, is it that the only team in the lot, and they won it the first year we had the college football playoffs, 2014 National Championship? Other than that. Yeah, and then the next year they got into the playoff, they got blank. Yeah, but I mean, here's that argument. Oh, if it were, if it, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, if SEC didn't have Alabama, okay, same can be said for the Big Ten. If you didn't have Ohio State, start naming off other teams that has done something. Because look, you got Auburn, Florida, LSU, and Alabama, there four are, SEC teams that have won it. His argument is that, well, they're so good that they beat each other up, okay, and that Penn State ends up with four losses. I mean, four losses, two same losses. Same as the SEC, well, man. Well, you know, it's not the same as the SEC because Penn State got beat by Pitt. No, I'm a saying four like, win Pitt team. Yeah, the SEC beats you each know, other up. I mean, the competition is pretty deep in the SEC. Well, That's what I mean by that. Well, it's not it's not even comparable when now his argument is too is that Pitt beat the Clemson that Clemson team that won a national title. That same Pitt team beat Penn State and they had two losses. Okay, I get that. They still have two losses. They don't get into the playoff because they have two losses. When you have an LSU, when you have an Alabama that goes undefeated against what did LSU do against top ten teams? Oh, they beat all of them. And only one did they lose, did they not win it more by five points or three points. You have Auburn, you have Alabama, but that game was much wider than the final score indicated. But again, again, when you look, let's look at one position in particular. 
one position in particular on why the SEC puts out more NFL talent and is better and is harder for quarterbacks, defensive back. Not only did in defensive back, did you did they have multitudes? Florida puts them out, Georgia puts them out, Alabama puts them out, and obviously LSU being DBU. LSU being DBU of the all decade team. Of the all-decade team, three DBs that you had on the all-decade team came from Louisiana State. In the NFL, that ha- that shows no bias. It's not bias that they're saying, oh, well, those guys go to LSU. No, because when you have a Patrick Peterson, when you have a Jadavis White, when you have a Tyron Matthew, when you have a Jamal Adams, you're going to get there. So are we going to sit here and say that Joe Burrow didn't face that same kind of talent in the SEC last year? No. He did. And then when he didn't, when he faced teams that he didn't face, that weren't in the SEC, what happened? Because the last time I saw Joe Burrow play a game, here's Heine, here's Joe Burrow, spank Clemson on their Rudy Pooh Heine. They should have sent, everyone that played LSU last year should have sent Joe Burrow a Father's Day card because he made them their daddy. I like it. I like it. But it's the truth. I, it, there's nothing in sports, absolutely nothing in sports that drives me crazier when a conference can sit there and honestly with a serious face, honestly with a serious face and say that a conference is better than the SEC. Because the truth is, the absolute truth is, is that you've had more teams, more teams now from the SEC go to the college football playoff than any other conference. And here's a better thing. Think about this. You as, as tough and as hard as I've come down on Texas A&M, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Texas A&M could beat two-thirds of the Big Ten. Rutger, Rutgers. Rutgers is in the Big Ten. Now, they've been bad for a very, very long time. Since the mid-2000s. Since 2010, they have have not had a winning season, I don't believe. So don't come at me with Arkansas. Okay, I'll give you Vandy. Okay, I'll give you Vandy. Illinois is not relevant. Indiana is not relevant. So when you consistently put more kids into the NFL, like what an LSU does, stop. Get into some of the comments. Devin Stibe says, let's get a 50-burger. Stephen Miller says, Has, or Coleman equals clickbait. That's exactly what it is. Wood grain background. Yes, sir. Devin, you like that wood grain? I carved it myself this Father's Day. I carved this wood grain. I, I went outside. I, uh, I I cut down a tree. I, 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 I did all of this myself. It's not a background one bit. I did this all with my hands because I'm a man. Kind of, kind of like Coleman Bentley. You know what I love about Twitter and social media? Someone just tagged this, just tagged Coleman Bentley in, in the Are You Serious live stream. Well, Coleman, if you're going to watch, if you are watching, I'm sorry, but your article is trash. Your article is trash, man. I'd love to have you on. You want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? You're more than welcome to come on Are You Serious or SEC Gumbo. Because the article is Rudy Poo. Yahoo me- Sports is trash in general. Well, the last time I heard opinion. something with Yahoo Sports and or Yahoo and Will Sports. BS. Well, I was gonna say, well, I was gonna, yeah, you say me on that one. I was thinking of something else. But <laughs> Yahoo Finance, if you know what I mean. 
I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it because there's no, there's no, I, I, I don't even know what, if, you know, if we were in a debate class, seriously, if we were in a debate class and someone said, tell me why the Big Ten is better than the SEC, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Because if you're going to say, well, like Doobie mentioned, if you're going to say, well, Ohio State, well, Auburn. I mean, well, Auburn. Well, Alabama. Because Alabama's won more natties than you have. Alabama, here's the thing about Nick Saban and that people don't, that people don't give him credit for. Okay. It is very rare. It is very rare. And you could probably count it on two fingers where Nick Saban has gotten blown out in the last 10 years. Like, when I'm talking about blown out, I mean the doors completely just blown off the hinges. That doesn't happen to Saban. Quite frankly, quite frankly, other than Ed Orgeron's first year in that game against Mississippi State that got out of hand, that really and truthfully, it was just a a, a crap show game, Ed Orgeron doesn't get the doors blown off of him. 2016, you lost to Alabama by 10, you didn't score a point. That's just the God's honest truth. And ironically, Blake, the last time Alabama had the the doors blown off was actually the national championship game against Clemson. <laughs> and that's, that's I mean, yeah, I mean, and people people will say, "Well, Alabama's not relevant anymore." Oh, Stop. they will always be. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, look as much as as much as LSU fans despise the University of Alabama. Alabama is relevant. Yeah. Stop. Give credit where it's due. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, stop. Yeah, Stephen Miller says, taking these in a natty against them vaunted Clemson LMAO, hashtag kick rocks, and I agree with him. I absolutely agree with him. All right, guys, before we get on to the next segment, Gags, you can in just a minute, sir. You can in just a minute. Before we get to that, my good friend, Mike Wazil, Mike Wazil Financial Advisor. Look, guys, for all things financial, family planning, retirement planning, business planning, insurance planning, call Mike Wazil today. Look, guys, you fathers, it was just Father's Day. If you live for it, well, he'll help you plan for it. Call him today, 504-343-1576. That's 504-343-1576. Tell him his very, very good friend, Blake Rafino sent him. All right, Listen. I might wait for the Jamal Adams. You know what? I might wait for the Jamal Adams because I got word right before we came on stream there might be something going on there. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to talk about the Jamal Adams demanding a trade until probably tomorrow or Wednesday because I I hear that there's something to brewing with the Jets and possibly Dallas from our – well, I'm not going to tell you my source. They, but they had a video on Facebook of a guy saying something about Dallas, and he's like, "I'm trying." Have you seen it? Well, and yeah, I saw it, and he even said, he even said too. Let's, I'll just get to it just really quickly. But he he said that he would he would back off the deal, okay, if he got signed with Dallas, he wouldn't need a contract extension. There's something going behind there. I well, let me let me rephrase that. I know something's going behind the behind the scenes with the Jets and Jamal Adams. There, there's no reason because you can't tell me that one he he'll tell one team hey I had a contract extension I don't need that okay versus another team in the Jets that he doesn't that he's demanding a contract extension I, I heard someone today say well he's got two more years on his contract stop look you stop okay he wants to win the kid wants to be a winner and they're not making moves to to do so so 
I'll dive in deeper probably on that on Wednesday. Guys, say everyone's watching the show on SC Gumbo tomorrow, the king of college football. Guys, you already know who it is. You already know who it is. The king of college football is going to be on SEC Gumbo tomorrow. Bill King, my man, will be on tomorrow. Catch you out there. All right, listen, I wanted to get to this because one thing that I think is going to happen, and you guys know and most of you that know, that I have a lot of really reliable sources at Southeastern FCS and a lot of group of five teams. And what I think might happen is, is if COVID continues to go on the way that it is, it may be a little suspect as to if these group of five teams and if these FCS teams will be able to go and play these bigger schools. Now, yes, they need the money, but I think that the, these conferences might be a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, standoffish, if you will, about these lower tier teams playing smaller opponents. The reason I say that is because these small schools don't have the testing. Look, Southeastern alone, right down the road from where I'm at, they're not coming back until July. They're not reporting it until July. So the thought that I had is, and we've been seeing this go on, is that talking about Alabama just a second ago, they have been going out and scheduling teams like an Ohio State and a home and home. LSU has gone out now. It's not a home and home, but it's pretty close. LSU is going to go out and get Florida State. If you don't know the news, if you haven't heard, LSU and Michigan are trying to put something together where LSU will go up to Ann Arbor and then Michigan will come down to Death Valley. So Bean count me here. If you hadn't heard, yes, that's possible that that could happen. So when it does happen and you come back and you say, hey, y'all remember when Blake Rufino said Michigan was coming down to Death Valley? I think that that's going to be a little bit more prevalent in today's college football. Now, with this quote-unquote new normal, okay, I think it could be very, very possible, very, very possible that you see bigger Power 5 teams playing each other because they have the financial resources to make sure that these kids are tested and quarantined properly and they have the proper care. And, look, there's going to be a lot of bad that comes with everything that's going on in our society But one thing that I think that college football could really do and that it could help, okay, is the simple fact that college football could get better. Could you imagine an LSU and Ohio State, okay, playing in a home-and-home, LSU and a Michigan? Now, you play Texas in a home-and-home. Now, Texas is coming to Death Valley, Baton Rouge. Okay, but more there's going to be more of that. Could you imagine an LSU? Oh, my God, Doobie, I got it. Could you imagine an LSU playing a USC in the Ed Orgeron revenge game? You know, God, if LSU doesn't beat them by 40, they're going to beat them by 40. It doesn't matter how good USC is. He's going to have them so amped up, okay, they're going to beat USC by uh, by 40. He will not take the gas off the pedal. It won't happen. They, uh, I was going to say, I felt like, uh, when LSU opened up, uh, we had two seasons. Uh, when we played Wisconsin in Houston, and then the other game was at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. That should, to me, I think it would have been a lot better to be a, uh, was it Camp Randall for Wisconsin? Well, you know, the home and home well, would have been great for that season. I don't like, I do not like these, these uh, neutral site games. I, I hate agree. Them. Yep. Just like Georgia and Florida, why is that still played in Jacksonville? Why not make it? Because it's part of the rivalry. I mean, it's a part of the rivalry in the sense of that it's technically where the two programs met to play their first ever game and stuff like that. 
So they call it the biggest uh, outdoor outdoor cocktail party. Like that has some relevance to it. And I so I get that. I know, but here, but what I would say as a as a if I were a season ticket holder, you're taking a game away from me. Yeah, you know, like you're taking a game away, so I had to pay the same exact no, or amount for tickets that I would if the game was played at home. But now, what I have to do is I have to fly to Houston or drive to Houston to get a hotel room and to then pay for another ticket. Like that's the part that I don't like about it. That's the part that I don't like about it, and I wish they would do away with neutral site games. Seriously, I wish they would do away with them. Only now, for playoff or bowl, that's it. Other than that, well. Here's the thing, and people are going to put this two and two together. Okay, they're scheduling these games now. What that's telling you, something even deeper, Nick Saban's not going to be here much longer. I'm telling you that right now. What's today's date, Doobie? It is June 22nd. June 22nd. So on June 22nd, 2020, I'm sitting here telling you, these games are being scheduled because now Saban gave the go-ahead, saying, hey, go, yeah, go, go right on ahead, play them, because he's not going to be there. I'm telling you, he's not going to be there, because how in the how in the hell do you go ten plus years, ten plus years now going on what thirteen years that you don't do this and you do neutral site games, but now all of a sudden you're you're allowing home and homes. Now you're going to do it with Texas, but he doesn't fear Texas. He has no respect for Texas whatsoever. None, zero, nada. All right, guys. Before we get to it, we can go ahead and take some of these calls, Doobie. But we're going to go over to my guy, Jacob Perlou, over at the Yard Father. That's right, the Yard Father. Look, guys, I've been telling you, I I'll know a lot of you guys have been calling my guy Jacob. You've been seeing a lot of his posts on Facebook, everything he's doing landscaping-wise, cutting grass-wise, anything, anything local. Look, you're on the North Shore, you're in Baton Rouge, give him a call, 985-634-2454. That's 985-634-2454. Tell him Blake Rafino over at RU Series Sports sent you. And he will make your lawn look good. But hey, look, just in case you do cut your grass, you trickle in a lot of dirt, a lot of grass into your yard. His wife, Amber, made it clean. Kitchen, bathrooms, dusting, vacuuming, mopping, offices. You own her business? She can do that too. She's going over to my mom's house in a couple of days. She's going to be cleaning that too. Okay, hold them. 985-634-1136. That's 985-634-1136. Call Amber today because she'll make your heart, your heart, your, that too, maybe your house absolutely spotless. All right, go ahead, Doobie. Go ahead with him. All right, guys, you're on. Mr. Gags. What's going on, guys? Guys, so here's your the, here's phone the sounds like I- a Popeye's drive-thru. <laughs> yeah, I'm outside. I'm sorry. I'm in, I'm no, in you're good. Now. You're good. Hey, I saw you got pretty worked up today due to the fact that you uh that you uh you, you wanted the races to start back up because of something something due to the fact of that you uh you're losing money or something. What I, what's going on? I'm ahead of the game, baby, but I just wanted to race to get over so I can win ball money. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Listen, what what I guess how do you take that SEC Big Ten argument if you will i mean i'm not all out of line there by saying the sec is the more dominant conference right well i know that i'm not but your take on it. sec dominates way more i mean like you look at the bottom tier of the sec i would think like the bottom tier of the big 10 might be a little bit better than the bottom tier of the sec 
I don't know about, like, the Texas A&M argument because I think some Big Ten teams maybe could be uh, Texas A&M. I'm just not a big A&M fan. That's probably why I say that. Um, but the well, let me ask you this right now. Head up. Head up right now. Indiana versus Texas A&M, who you got? I'd take A&M all day. Okay, well, that's where they oh, both yeah. fall in those conferences. So uh, okay. the fifth team in the SEC West would absolutely obliterate the fifth team in the, in the Big Ten. You know, and I think that's just the point that I was trying to make there, but keep going. Yeah, I mean, I just think the SEC is way better when it comes to championships, recruiting, overall talent. It's not even, you know, like Doobie said, if it wasn't for Ohio State, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. You know, and, and Ohio State, compared to Alabama and LSU, is Ohio State's on the bottom tier. It's not even close. So, Maybe so my, Bentley, my Col- Bentley Combs or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, you, you need to, Coleman you need Bentley. To page, you root. Yeah, Coleman Bentley, you rooty poo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's just where I'm going with it, Gags. You know, that's where I'm going with it because – I, I just can't for the life of me get the argument that people are going to sit here and say that the Big Ten is better than the SEC as a conference. They're not better than them at football. Now, you could make the argument for basketball, and I'll give you that, but that's not what he's talking about. He puts Chase Young as the best overall player last year after seeing two out, out two games. Then, no, Joe Burrow was. Gags, what else you got for us, brother? Not much. Just wanted to chime in. I've been missing y'all. I've been going to have an AYS withdrawals over the weekend. Over the, I've seen you, your little boys walking out. I'm happy for you, brother. Uh, Thank big you. moment for you as a dad. I uh, hope you yep. and Ruby had a great Father's Day. And, uh, Thank you, brother. I'm just calling, to, just calling to chat with y'all for a little bit. That's all. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yep, for Father's Day. So what happened was, uh, Gags, is I, I I stood my son up and I looked at him. I said, "Now walk to your mother." I'm not I'm not BSing. And he started walking over to my wife. Dude, I almost started crying. I ain't much gonna lie to you. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Gags, last question. I'll get you on out of here. Jamal, you follow the NFL pretty closely. Jamal Adams, him requesting a trade is that a big deal or not that big of a deal? It's a big deal because he's a high-profile player. I do say he's going to Dallas, like you mentioned uh, a little bit ago. But I will give you a dark horse, and I'm not being biased. Don't sleep on Green Bay making a deal. We need secondary help bad. Do they have the capital? We have the cap space, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I didn't know if they did. And and look, I'm going to tell you this right now, and you're going to think I'm crazy. People are going to think I'm crazy. Tampa's going to be in that race. Tampa, Tampa might give up a first round to go get Jamal Adams because look, look what they're doing. Look exactly what they're doing. They're they're in win now mode, right? You go get Tom Brady, you right. go get pieces for him, you go do stuff. I wouldn't. I would say that Tampa Bay is probably going to make a call if they do something too. So, Gags, we greatly appreciate you calling in, man. Check out SEC Gumbo tomorrow night. We got the the king of college football, Bill King, going to be on with us. I'll be there. See y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a blessed night. You too, Gags. You too, go Gags. visit your local AT and T and get that phone fixed. <laughs> I gotta give guys some uh, mess, man. I love them though. Devin Snow over at Hold the Mayo. Everyone, when you get off the podcast or get off the live stream right now, go check out my boy Devin Snow over at Hold the Mayo. Doobie, what else you got for us? You got anything? Well, LSU. Let's let's take this from a. Well, I would say an LSU. Well, let's take it from an LSU perspective of the kid of the guys in the first round from the SEC. 
Look at Alabama long. Look at Derrick Brown. I mean, look at the kids that you went up against and you beat. Look at Clemson, Isaiah Simmons. Now, you also beat a, a Trevor Lawrence, who will probably be the first overall pick next year's draft. Travis Etienne, who will be a first, first round pick. Jalen Hurts was a second round quarterback. Look at the guys that they beat. Okay. And they absolutely mauled them. Absolutely mauled them. Georgia's got a lot of talent. Okay. Texas had a lot of talent and you mauled them. Okay, there, there's just no debate. There's, there's no relevance, no relevance whatsoever to sit here and say that the SEC is not the king of college football. Yep. And until the day comes when you have, look, Auburn's been one one in Natty, they've been there again. LSU's been there four in twenty years, won three of them. Alabama has five. Georgia's been to a Natty, been to a playoff. Look at what they've done. Florida's won two when under Urban Meyer, they're on the uptick again. Listen to this. Of the teams last year that LSU played, Florida might be the worst of the big uh, of the bigger dogs. Think about what I just said there. Think about what I just said because you have Auburn. Well, they technically beat Auburn, but Auburn was the worst, and they held LSU's LSU's offense to twenty three points. I mean, what's up, buddy? Hey, little man. I had my mic <laughs> muted when I, uh when I uh was talking about that. So like, oh, they it's probably like, man, what is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah, they're probably like, who's this Rudy Poo? All right, guys. Well, we greatly appreciate it. Look, listen. To, all right, go ahead, Bacon. Go ahead, Bacon. Call in. Go ahead. We'll take the phone call, ball. Sam Bacon had a little baby, ball. Father's Day baby. Hey, I got to give a shout-out to my, my, my good buddy, Todd Kepper. Had him another little boy. I got to show you a poster I got, too. He got me a, a – a, a, He's he's a painter and did a poster of Joe Burrow. I'm about to hang that thing up. Might <laughs> am I hanging up on this uh my wall right here? You know, my wood grain wall that I built uh with my hands. You know, I tore down a tree and I cedared it all up and shit, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> looks so much better though. I love it. I love it. Yes, indeed. You know what? The funny thing is we sit here, we wait for the baconator, okay? We wait, we wait, and we waiting. <laughs> We're just gonna have to get him to call in. We're gonna have to get him to call in tomorrow to SEC Gumbo because I gotta go. All right, guys, it was greatly, it was great to have you guys along with us. My name is Blake Rafino. Doobie Lane was back on the ones and twos. We greatly appreciate him. Just really making sure I, everything goes right. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Bill King tomorrow, SEC Gumbo. Have a good night. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.